Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, a shocking crash lands Scott Morrison's security detail in hospital. The PM puts his election pitch on hold. A new COVID variant detected in New South Wales. What you need to know. The masks come off. South Australia wakes up to new freedom. A Russian warship damaged in a blast and sinking into the Black Sea. And too good, the Lions outclass a gutsy Collingwood. This is 7 News with Sally Bowery. Good morning. An investigation is underway into a serious crash which landed four members of the Prime Minister's security detail in hospital. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Morning to you, Taylor. Now, Scott Morrison was forced to cut day four of his election campaign short. Yeah, that's right, Sally. Good morning. Uh, campaign events were yesterday afternoon were cancelled following a major crash involving members of his security detail. The car, which was carrying four officers, was following the Prime Minister when it struck another vehicle and rolled down an embankment in Tasmania. Scott Morrison wasn't in the car and was not injured. The four officers were taken to hospital for assessment, suffering non-life-threatening injuries. In a statement, Scott Morrison said, I am relieved that they have all been transferred to hospital. They are selfless, professional and incredibly generous. I hope to hear further good news about their condition. Scott Morrison had spent the morning in Tasmania campaigning in the marginal seat of Bass alongside MP Bridget Archer. He was hit with many questions, though, over the stalled plans to create a National Integrity Commission. He claims it's because Labor won't accept the model that he's put forward, but Labor says they want one with more teeth. And Taylor, Anthony Albanese has come under fire again. Yes, this time over border security. During a press conference yesterday, Anthony Albanese was questioned about his border policy and said that Labor would turn back boats, removing the need for offshore detention. That stance isn't Labor policy nor the government's, with Anthony Albanese forced to return to the cameras later in the afternoon to clear the air, promising to keep them open. Both leaders will have a paired back scheduled today. Both are set to attend church services to mark Good Friday. Sal. All right, thank you very much, Taylor Aiken, there for us. A new variant of COVID-19 has been detected in Australia. An overseas traveller tested positive to the strain after touching down in New South Wales. It's a combination of Omicron BA1 and BA2 and cases have previously been recorded in the UK, Thailand, Israel and India. As of Monday, overseas arrivals no longer need to test negative before coming to Australia. 
prompting concern more variants could spread undetected. South Australians are waking up to new freedoms this Easter long weekend with the state's mask mandate scrapped as of midnight. Masks will only be required in high-risk settings like hospitals, public transport and ride-sharing. And small venues will no longer need COVID marshals, easing the pressure on local businesses. Venues and events hosting 1,000 people or more will still have a COVID management plan. There's fresh concern for the safety of Queensland paramedics as resources are stretched to breaking point. In some cases, only one paramedic is sent to a job because their partner can't be backfilled, despite the rule there should be two in every ambulance. We don't think it's safe for our members. These people are being left to work on their own um, through either absenteeism um, or poor planning. The ambulance service says when single crews are deployed, they're only used within the scope of their practice and every job is triaged. Ukraine says it struck Russia's flagship cruiser with a missile and the ship has started to sink into the Black Sea. Russia has denied the report, saying ammunition on board the Moscow exploded, sparking a fire which has now been extinguished. The attack on the ship comes as Moscow moves to escalate its offensive in eastern and southern Ukraine. Meantime, Russia has threatened nuclear escalation if Sweden and Finland join NATO. It's warning it will reinforce the Baltic Sea region by deploying nuclear weapons. And in a major move, European officials are drafting plans for an embargo on Russian oil products. The Easter flight frenzy has subsided, with queues easing at most of our major airports. But many travellers have arrived in Perth without their luggage. Some were told that in the rush, planes have been leaving without it. We're from Sydney. It was meant to be a holiday, but it has not been a holiday so far. What we see is a lack of planning, which has meant that the Australian flying public are bearing the brunt when they want to go and see their loved ones. It's expected numbers will pick up again on Easter Monday. It's been revealed four women killed in a horror Queensland cash crash rather were Korean backpackers all in their early 20s. They'd only been in the country for a few weeks packing apples for a local orchard. On the New South Wales border with Victoria, two people were killed when their car rolled off the Silver City Highway. Police are pleading with people to drive to the conditions and stay safe this Easter long weekend. New figures show the national unemployment rate remains at 4%, the lowest it's been since the 1970s. It hasn't wavered despite the addition of 18,000 new jobs to the economy in March. The number of young people who found work has risen to the highest level since August 2008, youth unemployment dropping by 1%. In the last year, the number of people in full-time work has also risen. A Sydney driver has been sentenced to nearly two and a half years in jail for manslaughter following the death of a baby boy. He had the youngster on his lap when he crashed, the car's airbag leaving the infant with fatal injuries. The accident was minor, the consequences major, yet Peter Wadfer has never accepted responsibility for what he did that day. I wasn't even doing what? 20? 25, 30 years, mate? Oh, okay, that's, that's the thing I don't understand. I, I, yeah. 
A low-speed crash with another car in Linnea in February 2019, where everyone should have survived. But an 11-month-old boy died. He was sitting on Watford's lap and suffered catastrophic head injuries when the airbag deployed in his face. Can you feel anything? Can you feel any breathing? Just look at the belly and look at the belly rise and fall. When you see it rise, say now. No, no, there isn't any. The safety and protection of young children is the very reason that the use of child restraint devices is mandatory in all vehicles, the judge said. Watford owed him a duty of care to protect him. The victim was utterly defenceless. A jury found him guilty of manslaughter due to gross negligence. A different jury acquitted the other driver involved in the crash. A lot of people got impacted by this, my two kids. All the lawyer fees, the court fees, losing out on work, the loss of sleep. It took 40 minutes for him to be found not guilty. Peter Watford still maintains he wasn't at fault and that the child was restrained in the back seat. The court heard he's actually fixated on blaming the other driver for what happened that day. May at the end of the day he's going to deal with it for the rest of his life. Two years and three months of that will be spent living with it in jail. Leonie Ryan, 7 News. The foster mother of missing boy William Tyrrell is facing new charges. The woman who can't be identified is accused of giving false or misleading evidence to the New South Wales Crime Commission. William's foster father has been hit with the same charge last month. Both parents are facing charges of intimidation relating to a child who is not William and unrelated to his disappearance. IVF technology could soon be used to help save koalas from extinction. The University of Newcastle researchers believe biobanking could be the key to ensuring the survival of the species, freezing koala sperm so it can be used in a breed-for-release program. They noted it would be cheaper than existing captive breeding programs and it wouldn't compromise their genetic diversity. It's estimated as many as 64,000 koalas were killed in the Black Summer bushfires. Hay fever sufferers have been struggling lately with some big spikes in the amount of pollen in the air. The Asthma Foundation has issued a warning that we could be living with these tough conditions until winter. 22-year-old Adrian Illich has suffered with allergies since he was a baby. Almost every day taking some kind of nose spray or an antihistamine. After the floods, his hay fever became even worse. I've been starting to notice it on top of all this medication that's uh, not working as well anymore. Brisbane and Canberra have had their worst pollen seasons on record, with spikes in Sydney, Melbourne and Tasmania too. Since um, the La Nina weather patterns have kicked in, it's really stepped up even further, which is quite alarming. More rain means more grass and more dangerous pollen. Readings in Brisbane have quadrupled over the past five years, now higher than anywhere else in the country. Just re-educate the immune system into just allowing that pollen to go through your system and not cause any grief. Associate Professor Severine Navarro is studying a range of methods to help our immune system better self-regulate. One way to do that, good gut health. The gut is is essential for a proper immune function. You can't just all of a sudden switch your diet, eat vegetables and fruit and all of a sudden you'll get the benefit. No such thing as a quick fix. A grocery store worker has scared off a wannabe thief using a carton of custard. The man was seen walking into the Queensland shop last night armed with a knife. When he tried to open the till, one worker lobbed the custard, which spilled all over him. 
The mess seem to have done the trick with the masked bandit quickly making tracks. Police are appealing for witnesses to help get him into custody. Oh dear. Quick check of finance. Now the Dow Jones trading 101 points higher. The Nasdaq down in London. The FT100 added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed at 328 points in the green. Hong Kong's Hang Sen also up. The All Lords finished 50 points higher and the ASX 200 added 44. On the commodities, gold is trading at 1,977 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 106 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 74.21 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. Just a week after becoming Twitter's largest shareholder, billionaire Elon Musk is launching a hostile takeover. Live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Ash, he's filed a massive bid to secure the social media giant. Good morning, Sal. That's right. The richest man in the world, Elon Musk, has made a bid to take over one of the biggest social media platforms in the world. He made this announcement where else but on Twitter, saying simply, I made an offer. That offer is for $54.20 a share, valuing the company at about $43 billion US dollars. Uh, the Tesla boss is arguing in this filing today, uh, that Twitter needs to be transformed into a private company to make it uh, a free speech or a successful free speech platform. He already owns about nine owns more than nine percent uh, of Twitter, a nine point two percent stake, and he's threatening to pull his money out of the company if this doesn't go his way. Something that would likely uh, tank the share price. So right now, uh, Elon Musk essentially holding a gun to the head of the Twitter board, which is meeting today to consider this request, something that is moving very quickly, Sal. Mm, interesting. All right, time will tell. Thank you very much, Ash Mullaney, there for us. The government accused of opening fire on New York subway commuters has faced court on terror charges. Frank James appeared wearing prison garb and was remanded in custody pending a bail application. He was arrested in Manhattan a day after the shooting in which 16 people were injured. Prosecutors told the court his terrifying attack disrupted the city in a way not seen in decades. The 62-year-old is facing life in prison. Buckingham Palace has announced the Queen won't attend the Easter Sunday service in Windsor. The church service is an important fixture on the royal calendar, but Her Majesty missed the past two years because of the pandemic. A reason for her absence this year hasn't been given, the monarch, who turns 96 next week, has pulled out of several events recently because of mobility issues. The largest comet ever recorded is currently barrelling towards Earth. It measures an estimated 130 kilometres across and weighs a whopping 500 trillion tonnes. The comet has been hurtling towards the centre of our solar system for the past billion years. While it's making its way towards us, we shouldn't worry. The closest it'll get is about a billion miles away from the sun. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Sport now and Brisbane did enough to fight off a fast-finishing Collingwood in the AFL, led by a starring performance from 200-gamer Lockie Neal. The Lions led for most of the match at the Gabba. But the resurgent Magpies stayed in the contest. John Dugowie kicking three last-quarter goals to reduce the final margin to seven points. Lions defender Darcy Gardner was reported for rough conduct on Josh Dacos. The Raiders' horror NRL season continues after capitulating against the Cowboys. Leading 12-0 at the break, Canberra fell apart in the second half. Led by Val Holmes, North Queensland ran in three unanswered tries to win 18-12, leaving coach Ricky Stewart furious. It's the eighth time in the past three seasons the Raiders have blown a double-digit lead, the most in the NRL. They left it as late as possible, but the Sydney Kings have made it 13 straight wins after holding off the Illawarra Hawks in the NBL. The Hawks were on a six-win streak themselves coming in and nothing could separate the teams after regulation time. The Kings flex their muscles in overtime, going on to win 107 to 102 and take the top spot on the ladder. Good night, Illawarra. The Adelaide 36 has pulled off one of the shocks of the season, beating the Perth Wildcats 82-70 in front of their home fans. He says it's just for fun, but Mick Fanning's fooling nobody at Bells Beach. The 40-year-old four-time champ is through to the round of 16 after taking out current world number one, Kanoa Igarashi, in the round of 32. Just I've got nothing to lose. I'm just coming here to have fun. And, um, you know, I was just stoked we got some waves. I didn't realise my fitness level wasn't up to it. So, uh, yeah, I might have to go and suck in some big ones out the back. There was plenty of big swell and the stars were in their element. John John Florence scored a 9.93 out of 10, while Aussie Younger and Jack Robinson took to the air with beauty. But there was heartbreak for 50-year-old legend Kelly Slater, knocked out by only 0.07 points. History beckons for Gary Patelli's star filly Fireburn at Randwick on Saturday. Having won the Golden Slipper and the English size, she can become just the seventh horse to compete the two-year-old Triple Crown with victory in the Champagne Stakes. My filly's got you know good quality. She's been the standout two-year-old all season and hopefully she can stamp her champion status there on Saturday. The last filly to achieve the feat was burst 30 years ago. Taking a look at the weather now, and a trough in the north will cause showers and storms in the northern tropics, some intense. Other troughs will draw warm winds from the interior to WA and generate showers over the northeast. Onshore winds are causing light showers for Victoria and Tasmania. Around the capitals, partly cloudy into Brisbane, 27 degrees, mostly sunny in Sydney, 24 degrees. The same for Canberra, 23, partly cloudy in Melbourne and 24 degrees. A shower to in Hobart with a top of 20 degrees, partly cloudy in Adelaide, 28 degrees, sunny in Perth, 28, and mostly sunny in Darwin and 35 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 15th of April. I'm Sally Barry.